When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Another episode of Ears Up. And today is a Beverly show, and I'm very excited about that because uh, Beverly always has something nice to say. Right, oh, Beth? it's always, it's always so nice. <laughs> the most positive show we've got. That's true. You know, I was talking to Jeremy on in depth the other day. Uh, you know, and I was telling about the show because it's about stuff that Disney uh, Disneyland's getting wrong, and and you have some ideas on how they could how they could change things. And I go, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be, you know, weird because Bev is usually a positive one to the, for the most part. Right. But, uh, you know, now that Terrence is gone, you're the positive one. Oh, OK. Yeah. Those are. I know. Huh. Big shoes to fill because. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> describe Bev that way. If hmm. I were describing our podcast, I don't think that's what I would say. Hmm. I, I like to okay. be like the. um What's it called where you just you try to make excuses for people? An apologist? Mm. No, not that. Not that that's far. not the that's not no, that's not that far. Uh, like silver linings. Like I'm trying oh, I try okay. I try to see like, well, maybe it's because of this. Like maybe everything sucks because of this. That's mm. what I try to do. Yeah. To me, like I agree that it totally sucks, but to me that's maybe positive. it's because of this. Yeah, to okay. me that's being positive. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you for proving my point. Okay, well, you're welcome. <laughs> but anyway, today we're going to be talking about uh, the the title I have. This is very funny, especially because you know, from the last uh, in depth. But I put the the title of the show is Five Things Disneyland is Getting Wrong and How They Can Fix Them. God, that I, sounds like a, the most clickbait. I know. Oh, we're going to get so many clicks. Ever. Yeah, we're going to get so many clicks, <laughs> if dude. If everyone else is going to do clickbait, we should do clickbait. Well, because I, I was talking about that provost guy who is getting a lot of attention because he made a video uh, saying that there's a, a mystery on Tom Sawyer's Island that was that he solved it. And it's like been we talked about it last year and it's been on the Internet for over five years. And he's always the one who does that. He goes, five things. So I was writing that. I'm like, oh, man. How how the mighty have fallen. Jeez, yeah. yeah. I just that guy sucks. Handed that <laughs> because I did that show already. Yeah, I, already I know. Solved that. Problem. We talked about it on in depth. I so if you want Jeremy hear Jeremy and I go off on it, you definitely can. I would like release that one. I was like, ooh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll finally get some attention. <laughs> I I paid attention to it. Thanks. Man. I saw the title and said, okay, that one's next. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, before we get over to Bev, though, you can go to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, not really so much, I guess. I don't know. Twitter's I don't really like Twitter, I guess. I don't like Disney Twitter. Maybe it's because I don't follow enough people and I'm not I'm not on there. So the algorithm doesn't like know what to feed me. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a bunch of I don't know. Nothing. It's just Jeremy. Some of it's Jeremy. Jeremy's yeah. all over Twitter still. That's true. Yeah, it's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, if you guys are planning on going to the parks, I really hope that you are going to book with Concy Ears. You can go to concierge.com right now and learn about all the cool services that they can offer you that Disneyland won't. And it's no extra charge on your ticket. They charge you just exactly what the parks are going to charge you to get in. You're already paying it anyway. You might as well get a little bit of extra help on the back end as far as booking reservations and making sense of the weird reservation system and the ticketing system and Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and whatever, whatever weird thing they're going to come up with. Whatever weirdness Iger's going to do. Concierge will, will, will understand it and help you help you through and have a magical time with your story land dream life or something like I mean, that. 
give us a couple okay. days to figure it out whenever they roll something out. But no, but yeah. Yeah. no, you should know immediately, if not <laughs> yeah. sooner. We try to stay but, on top of things. You can see our the, chat. But the fact that you like can and do figure figure it out is is something. It's impressive. Yeah, it, it's a team effort for sure. We've got everybody on top of it. Taryn, before we talk yeah. to Bev, I want to talk to you about Dreamlight Valley. Oh, sure. You have, so I'm I a bu- gamer. Yeah, I bought the. Yeah, what t- the hell is that? Yeah, Taryn is a professional <laughs> gamer now, <laughs> folks. Totally. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so I bought this. Uh, Bev, it's like um, Animal Crossing on the Switch. You know, it's like Animal Crossing, sort of, kind of, but with Disney land stuff, like Disney stuff. It's okay. like Disney characters and it's this whole thing and you, whatever. And I, I bought it for Alice, sort of the like play because she likes Animal Crossing, but she has no idea what she's actually really doing. She's just like motoring around the thing and buying stuff and then moving stuff around in our houses. And you're like, what's what are you doing? But I bought Dreamlight Valley. I didn't really feel it. I wasn't vibing with it. So Taryn has, has uh, taken one for the team and decided to play this game. And uh, I think she's broken our switch in half at least twice. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, but how is it? I do want people to get sort of a an unbiased opinion on it, because I'll just tell people it's not really worth your time. It's too much for me. And I'm an expert gamer. Yeah. So it's funny because we, we had a, a, a um, listener of the show from way back in the day, Pink Bunny. She actually messaged me and asked how I liked it because we're friends on the Switch or whatever. So yeah. she can see when I'm playing and I've been playing it a lot. And I, she asked if it was better or worse than Animal Crossing because they are a very similar game type. And I told her that, I mean, granted, I haven't played Animal Crossing in like two years, mm-hmm. but I, I actually do like Dreamlight Valley better. I think, you know, for any kind of Disney nerd, it's got it's got cool things. You know, the characters are cool. It starts out with like the main characters, you know, Donald, Goofy, Mickey, Merlin, uh, Merlin, Minnie's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's magic. right? Yeah, sure. it, the whole thing revolves around magic. And, oh, sure. and the whole point is that like there you're in this land and something's happened and everybody's forgotten their memories. So mm-hmm. no one, it used to be this magical, wonder, wonderful place, but now there's like these vines that you have to get rid of and you have to try and bring back these memories by doing all these different things. And one of the problems with it is that it gets a little samey. It's like you have to become friends with a, a person and then you have to befriend all the characters to, to a certain level before you can do like their quests or whatever. And so, and that's pretty standard on games, but sometimes I, I would get into this rut where I'm like, I have nothing to do. So all I have to do is go and make friends with people. Like to me, that's very annoying. Yeah, <laughs> It says a lot about my personality, but. Well, it would be, it would be different. I think if the conversations didn't have multiple choices and the conversations like five minutes long, you're like, dude, I don't just, well, let's so go. Part of that is how much you, so the, you're right. The multiple choices are you, you get to, as a character, basically you can be a jerk mm-hmm. or you can be a nice guy. And I think, and I don't know this for sure, but I think when like, say I'm talking to Mickey, if I respond to Mickey in the positive way, I think I get more points with him. If I respond in like a snotty way, I still get points, but it's slower. So you can kind of play the game however you want. Well, behavior modification. That's, this is MK Ultra, but, uh, but in video game form. But with Scar, you don't want to answer super positively. You want to answer the way that you think he would want you to answer. Okay. Role playing. So Got it. It's kind of like that. Um, I like it. I think it's cool. Like I said, it's a little bit samey, but honestly, like I've gotten a lot of hours of of just sitting on the couch playing it for no reason. And I kind of like it. I kind of like like you start opening up new lands. So like there's a frozen land that you have to open and then you go back into the big giant castle and you get to go and find other characters that are in there. And I think like I went and found Wally and you do a little thing with Wally and then you bring him to the island or it's not an island, but. It's like a thing. It's like a place. Right. It's a magical place. I don't know. It's cool. Honestly, I would recommend it if you liked... What's it called? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. If you liked Animal Crossing I, and you like Disney, you will like this. You will like it enough to play it and not feel like you wasted your money. Okay. Spe- speaking as someone who wore out his Steam Deck's batteries last night playing the game. Ah. <laughs> okay. I, I I agree with I agree with a lot of that. I, the thing that charmed me at first was it's all my friends (laughs) yeah oh get out of town look it's mickey mouse i'm talking to mickey mouse oh look it's it's a disney adult everybody yeah it's yeah (laughs) yeah it was totally one of those moments yeah i i was lost in in my child brain Mm. it was fine but yeah i've been playing 
I haven't gotten that far yet. I, I've only played it a few times, but last night it really hooked me and I'm like, I got to make a meal for, for, for Maui. I got to yep. make him dinner. That's the thing is like you get on these little things where like you have to do all this stuff and like, it does kind of like, it's this weird, like gaming adrenaline where like you can't put it down. And then my little switch is like console battery low. And I'm like, I'm, I, I can't right now. I cannot. A little bit of smoke coming out the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My only, the only thing I really, really don't like about the game is Donald Duck. He is such a little brat, and all he does is throw temper tantrums, literally on the ground, whining. That's all he does. I mean, that's that's all he does, yeah. Yeah, I know. But it's just annoying. Yeah, he's an annoying guy. But it's a good game. I, okay. I, I would recommend it. Very good. Sounds good. I probably will never play it again. No. I just couldn't deal with it. Couldn't hack it. Not my There's favorite. a lot of reading. It is, it is and it, the writing is very tiny. Well, on the Switch, at least it is. Yeah, I can um, imagine. Yeah, it's very there's a lot to read. There's it, the a, half of playing the game is reading. So I don't like it. Yeah, that's not your style. No, at all. Give me I the got, game. I got used to it. Yeah, so let, it's OK. Tell you what, let me snipe at Mickey. I'll play that game. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I will play that game. Let me lure Scar into a trap with bait and close a, a gate behind him and bring him to a circuit. Uh, that's my game. But talking to him, I don't want to do that. No. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Our friends at the 21st Amendment Brewery welcome the warmer weather with the release of their brand new hoppy pilsner, Coaster Pills. With a label that depicts a magical portal into an amusement park of flavors, Coaster Pills has a good time around every turn. Coaster Pills is wonderfully clear and bright with a beautiful straw color and tight white bubbles. It has a snappy flavor with crisp lines and wonderful citrus tropical hoppy flavors and aromas. Plus, at 5.4% ABV, it'll help you coast right through your day like only the 21st Amendment can. Coast your pills, as well as our summertime favorite Hell or High Watermelon Wheat, are available wherever you find great craft beer. That's right. That's correct. Um, I did forget to mention that, of course, the Discord is up. So if you guys want to be a part of our little Discord community, please do pop on by. The link is always in the bottom of the show notes on the website or I believe on YouTube actually as well. And I think within the uh, the posting of the show. So that's, you know, that's fun. So a bunch of ways you can get it. And uh, the other night, everybody had the Discord happy hour led by Taryn and Mr. P. I joined, uh, you know, a little bit later, but everyone was thoroughly uh, sauced by the time I, I joined. It seemed like it was a good time. So I think they're going to be doing more of that kind of stuff. It was fun. I meant to have it just be an hour. And as per huge, it was about an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, the huge, dude. But it was fun. It was a good time. I really, I loved how people started joining and like I didn't know them. But then I was like, wait, you're you're from the chat. And so then we would talk and like, it was just cool. I was getting to know people. It was nice. Awesome. So yeah, no, check that out. I'm sure we'll do another one at some point. All right, Bev. All right. Let's start talking about your most recent trip to Disneyland because you have some you have some issues. And I imagine that these issues have been building up for a little bit. Yeah. So it's not these aren't just from this past trip. These are things that I've taken note of for a while. Preface this. This is going to be pretty negative. I mean, it's going to be negative. I'm going to just I'm literally just going to be pointing out five things that are that suck. Yeah. But I'm going to try to come up with an idea to possibly improve the situation that I think is trash. Okay. And this is also very personal. This is my opinion. My opinions are not shared by everybody on the show. (laughs) Yeah, because I think everything's perfect. Yeah, but they probably (laughs) are. I haven't haven't been in three years. I think it's great. I don't have a problem with Disney right now. Yeah. Only Eric won't agree. (laughs) Well, and that's okay. I I actually would love love to have Eric's opinion on things, too. Okay. Um, I'm going to start. Let's go. Yeah. I'll start with an easy one, like a kind of a gimme. Okay. Um, Genie Plus. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I think the whole lightning lane system just sort of needs to be revamped. I think suddenly charging a premium on something that used to be free and then recently having the audacity to increase that cost <laughs> is insane. <laughs> it's a it's a baller move right there. It really is. It really, really is. Yeah. And I get why they're doing it because people will pay. But my suggestion is obviously now that they know people will pay. I'm sorry. I have to put on some glasses because even at font 21, I'm struggling. <laughs> Look at the nerd, everybody. Yeah. Oh, these are so dirty, too. So obviously they've come to the conclusion that people will pay. So why would they take it away? Right. So my suggestion 
to fix this system mm-hmm. would be a hybrid of the two systems, the, the former free fast pass and the current lightning lane, which would be every ticket, every res- every reservation gets three free passes that you would get on your phone just the same way you would a lightning lane. You get to decide what ride you get to use them on. But once you've used them, you have the opportunity to purchase Genie Plus or whatever they want to call it if they change it. Mm-hmm. But the Genie Plus that you would buy would be something more akin to the defunct Max Pass, which would enable you to have more than one Lightning right. Lane Pass or Fast Pass at a time, okay. which you're not able to do right now. Okay. Uh, and it would also still include the Photo Pass. So you get you just basically you get the three free. Here's here's a sample. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, <laughs> okay. here's a touch. All right. If you like it, great. Use it. If you don't, don't buy it. Whatever. Mm. But I still I think that something that was offered free before and now is not is kind of a little gross. I agree. This is, this is my solution. Yeah. I think that's a great solution. Honestly, like my biggest problem with that whole system is that there is both a lightning lane and a genie plus. And I, a, a regular genie. Yeah. It so like, too much. I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. What is the regular genie? It's, it's supposed to map out your day for you or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never done that. You should. Next time you do it, I want. Next time you go, I want you to do it. Plan your whole day on that. Well, I'm not going again for. Oh, okay. I don't have any. My uh, pass is expired, and I did not renew. Mm -hmm. We'll see how long that lasts. I think it's. I think it's going to last. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say I'll do it on my next trip in two weeks, but I don't know. I'm hanging out with Terrence, so. Yeah. No, you're not going to have fun. (laughs) You're just going to be basking in chaos. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna yeah. have the best you're gonna have the best time with just chaos at all times but you're cool. gonna love it <laughs> something to look forward to yeah number two are the food options before 11 a.m in disney california adventure oh interesting because they don't exist <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but huh. the park opens at eight Re- okay they kind of exist because you can go to the churro cart sure well yeah. or you can go to well there you go Pins. what more do you want you want more churro carts? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So your basically your options are the churro cart. Yeah. Pim's test kitchen. Okay. I think for some reason you can get a turkey leg at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, nice. See that's um, where, that's all you, that's all you need, protein. man. Yeah. Start your day off with with the full amount of sodium <laughs> that you need and, for the entire day. And shawarma. You can get some weird Beauty. impossible impossible meat breakfast shawarma. Okay. Huh. Sounds good to me. Is it only just impossible meat as the yes. option? That really? is your one. That is your one option. And that's oh, like impossible. Like that. Only breakfast things. That I don't Im- like that. Im- that's stupid. Impossible. Like it's impossible sausage. Hmm. They have I do miss flows. Flows doesn't yeah, do breakfast. Not any. Not anymore. <gasps> I loved Flo's breakfast. I mean, it wasn't that good, but it was just a nice atmosphere. It was definitely mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Denny's. So. I would say that this is an easy solution. Just open the food court earlier. But with mm-hmm. staffing the way it is, I don't know if that's a possibility. Yeah. What I will say, I don't really have a solution for this. I just, I know that there needs, they need to have more options because sure. we got there like rope drop first thing in the morning. And I was like, I need more than a cup of coffee and a churro right now. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're starting <laughs> your day in DCA, you better plan. Well, that's exactly what I wrote here. So yeah. what I'm going to say is if you're going to start your day in DCA and you, your body is the type of body where you need a breakfast, you need a good breakfast, eat first mm. before you go in there. Or you're going to be just eating a turkey leg at 930. Mm. <laughs> that's how hungry you are. I need to devolve for a I second. Just, I need something. Yeah. Maybe it's, I can club the nearest person next to me if I have to. It's so weird, too, because Disneyland has several options for breakfast. Yeah. Right. And... And I wonder, so I did, when I was researching this, because I was like, what, what, am I right? Was, was there nothing? But there was nothing other than they, ha- they have breakfast restaurants, but they're like the character restaurants and like mm-hmm. the, the dining in the hotels and things like that. And that's not really feasible right? yeah. for everybody. Because you're, you're looking, I think most people are kind of looking for a breakfast on the go. Like you wanted to get into sure. the park at eight. And so that means you didn't eat breakfast yet. So like, mm-hmm. where's my breakfast that I can eat? Before I go get in line somewhere. Yeah, and grab I don't a mind. Wrap and keep going. I mean, where, I mean, even where would you go? So Flo's doesn't do breakfast anymore. That's weird. I guess Cozy Cone maybe could have something. The food court on uh, Pacific Wharf or whatever it is now, uh, that won't, that can't be breakfast stuff. Maybe that uh, restaurant way at the end of Paradise Pier or Pixar Pier now or whatever it is. Maybe they could have something, but like there's kind of not, I guess it smoke just, jumpers, huh? Yeah. It just seems like, I mean, all the little like kiosks where you can get like, you know, the pickle in the bag and the, mm-hmm. 
the pineapple, like those are open. So there are, I, I don't want to say there's nothing to eat. There are options to eat, but it seems like the real food options don't start until the alcohol starts flowing in that park. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess which sort of makes sense, but I mean, not, not, not everybody apparently wants a pickle and a churro in the morning. Right. No. And like, like <laughs> who would have um, thought I, I wouldn't, you know. I don't want a pickle ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Cal, what is it? So DCA. No, Zocalo. What's that restaurant? Rancho. Zoc- Rancho de Zocalo. Yeah. So Rancho has breakfast yep. and then it has regular like lunch, dinner food. So why can't the, the Mexican place in DCA do the same thing? You know, because it's basically the same menu. It's right. basically the same yeah. things. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's that hard to do. It seems weird. It seems like a choice. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, well, I think Bev may have hit it on the head is that it's the um, staffing. Just crowd. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what it was like before, like before COVID, before the closure, before all of that. Before the closure. I, can't re- I, I don't think I ever went to DCA that early, so I don't know. As I recall, it was really just flows. I don't remember eating mm-hmm. uh, other than eating each churro. Mm. That's <laughs> Literally. true. I don't remember eating any other breakfast there. So yeah. actually, there's a place. I, I'm, I left this one out um, and I just remembered it. There's a place right across from the Little Mermaid. They have a coffee cart, the Joffrey's Coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sell randomly. They sell mediocre breakfast burritos. Okay. In the morning. I'd like to correct you. Uh, <laughs> Brian in the chat says it is a bomb breakfast burrito. <laughs> oh, man. He There's almost... a bomb involved, but. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. It's in the uh, sewer system a few hours later. He also That's says that Rancho doesn't do breakfast anymore. Right. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, look, Terrence is in the chat. Hmm. Whoa. Too good to jump on a microphone, but that's all right. It's fine. I think all of his recording equipment is here at my house. Yeah, well, it's like he can't just walk across the street. I just always picture in my head that you guys live across the street from one another. (laughs) We actually could not live farther away from each other. I mean, you could. (laughs) Well, we could. Yeah. Um, Okay, so get more food in DCA in the morning for a hungry bed. Well, and and, and just, just a couple options. There's just not. Yeah. Okay. So ride three. This one is very complainy. Oh, good. So I'm just going to preface that with this is me just I'm going to complain for the next. This is the long. This is the most typing I did. This is a I have a lot to say about this. All right, let's go. I can't wait. So what I'm talking about here is rides going down. I know rides go down all the time and there's nothing that can be done about it. It Sometimes they break. That's mm-hmm. fine. I understand that. But this past year, I've been to Disneyland. I think I took five trips, mm-hmm. which is absurd yeah Mm -hmm. so five trips of about four to five days each time i've noticed that daily several rides go down at the same time Mm. for example when i typed this out i checked the wait list times and it was in the middle of the day like earlier this week dumbo radiator springs indy goofy and rise were all down (laughs) wow it's a good thing no one goes on those yeah (laughs) exactly and that's my point uh on my last trip we got there for rope drop every day the first morning we went to rise, we stood in line for f- five minutes and then a cast member came through and was like, ride's broken. It hadn't even turned on. What do you mean the ride's broken? <laughs> Second morning, Indy, there was a line of cast members just standing out in front of it. Ride's broken. It's 8.02. <laughs> what are you talking about? A different time in DCA Midway, the Incredicoaster Goofies. We're all down at the same time, which then I noticed, I, I was like, what are they doing over there? I was looking at um, Mermaid mm-hmm. and they were putting out extra switchbacks, like the rope line. Oh, yeah. Because because everything else was closed. That line went to 50 minutes. That's when uh, you know, that's when you know you're about to have oh, a bad yeah. time is when Little Mermaid is 50 minute yeah, wait. That's not good. 50 minutes. But then yeah. 40 minutes later, they were all back up and, and Mermaid was back down to 10. Right. So this one is hard. Yeah. (laughs) This one is hard to think of a solution for because I've noticed this so many times that I'm starting to think it's strategic. Mm -hmm. And if it isn't strategic, then why is it happening? Is it delayed maintenance? Because if that's the case, then close the ride for a month, do the maintenance it needs, fix it up, make it work, get back to business as usual. But if it's not, then stop (laughs) because you are literally making everyone miserable. The guest, the poor cast member that has to stand there and tell me that the ride is closed and then also tell me, no, he does not know when it will come back online. (laughs) Of course not. Which I would never ask, but I've heard just over. Okay, it's closed. When do you know when it's going to come back? 
No. No. No, at, I, no I don't. At, at I'm not paid enough to know that. Minimum of 20 minutes. Because yeah. that's how long it takes so, to boot everything up, depending on the ride. That one I was the most feisty about, but that's, I mean, honestly, I am, if you have a, Eric, you have a trip planned, please pay attention. That's an interesting, yeah, that's something I can definitely take with. Because if it's still happening that way, yeah, that's right. I mean, three trips ago, I texted Jason. It was the one where I was trying to only spend $20 and I was pissed. And I was like, five rides are closed right now. Yeah, Do you remember that? Crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. That's annoying. It was nuts. Yeah. It was well, really, and- it was really annoying. And yeah. so then you get, I spiral and go down the rabbit hole. What am I paying for? Why am I here? Are five rides closed at Six Flags right now? <laughs> probably. Well, yeah. somebody's dead, so probably. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and and that's the thing. It, it is hard to figure out if it's it, it, the ride is broken. I think rarely the ride is broken. Something weird happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when what and what is that? Yeah, isn't that one of those things? If somebody stands up, they have to shut the whole thing down yeah. and then reboot the whole thing every time. Yeah. It is. Well, and then you know they all have to go through the they walk the tracks and stuff beforehand. So. Right. Maybe something was, but yeah, I mean, so I understand it's not necessarily always the ride is broken. However, it doesn't matter on the receiving end as a guest. You don't care why the ride, the thing, no worky, make it happen. And also, and also in the scenario where you're in these lines where the ride breaks and yeah. they're like, oh, ride's closed. You, sh- you have to leave. It costs them nothing to give you a free fast pass or lightning lane, like just load it to your phone. Sure. I would like to see them do that a little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Because, I mean, it just shows that they value your time because you've stood in this line for 40 minutes and, you know, Mm -hmm. like Abby and I got on um, Incredicoaster and it went down as we were sitting. We were locked in. Actually, that's and they kicked scary. us off the ride. (laughs) Oh, well, the guy went on. The guy came on the radio and he was like, prepare for a BKG or something. I don't know what I just made those letters up. And the poor guy just like I saw his face just go. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> like I think it was like some sort of like random inspection, but the timing was crap mm-hmm. and we had waited in the whole line and we were just about to go on it. And, you know, some sort of a compensation. Yeah. And, and like just anything. You didn't get anything just been, for that? Like no pass or anything? I have in the past, but not that time. That's crazy. Do you ask for it? I've I've heard that you have to ask. Like, hey, can I get something yeah, but for I'm my not troubles? Gonna ask. I'm a middle-aged white woman. I try to be as uncaring as possible. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and also to the point, they should be offering those things up. Definitely. And that's that's exactly my point. It costs yeah. them nothing. Right. Right. Especially if you sat down on the ride. Like, come on. Well, this I is, was locked in. This is where like, the paper fast passes were great because they had those little. And they could just toss they them, hand out to, them out. Yeah. But yeah, but throwing it back to your phone, that's a process. That's, I mean, even if it takes 30 seconds per guest and then you have to look and make sure it's there yeah it's a thing yeah so the paper fast pass they should come they, they should make a comeback for just for that kind of thing what happened to all of the kiosks that had the paper like what did, what they're what are those doing now. now they're gone they're just what are what because some of them had like special areas and stuff like i think they might be like sitting areas hmm. i mean specifically i wonder about the one uh by haunted mansion i would bet yeah. that's maybe some sort of photo oh I maybe think it's a, I think, it's a sitting, I think it's a sitting, sitting area. area. That's okay. the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Because it had like the little like top, the little like veranda thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean more benches? Because I think Jason's in. <laughs> I'm in. Apparently. I'm in, baby. <laughs> Give me in there. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hang on, everybody. It's ears up. And now, back to the show that's more fun than waiting in line for Peter Pan on a hot August Anaheim day, Ears Up. Number four is their reservation system. I have a lot to say about this one because at its core, I don't think this is a bad idea. I just think there are some flaws I agree. in their system. I, I mean, I've never used it, but I think it's, it sounds like a neat idea. I, I don't know, it so. seems fine to me. The problem is, I think the interface needs to change somehow to guarantee that when people are buying a ticket, that they're also getting a reservation for the day that they plan to attend. Meaning, like, I think it's like a two-step system now. I think it needs to be revamped to where, like, you buy the ticket, you put in your dates, and then you have a reservation for that date. It's it's more complicated than it needs to be. 
And I have an example. Um, we had some missionaries visiting from India, a husband, wife, two kids. And part of their plan while they were here in California was to go visit Disneyland. They had already purchased their tickets. And I asked them what park they were starting in. And their response was they were going to play it by ear. And I was like, <laughs> no, 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 you're, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. What no. are you talking about? And so I asked about their reservations and they had no idea what I was talking about. Jeez. They were just so going to show I, up. They were just going to show up with uh, that. They had tickets. They didn't have reservations. So I made how, the reservations for them. How does that happen? How do you have tickets but no resis? It happens all the time. There, it there's so many stories all, like that. <laughs> and this is why you use either Concierge or Disneyland fixes their system. Mm-hmm. Eric, how, how would that happen? Like yeah. How would that <laughs> happen? Or me. Uh, it's because it's kind of in the fine print. It's not... It, I really like your idea, Bev, of adding it in right there because there are plenty of times where I've made a where I've bought a ticket and then I haven't made the reservations. And then we get to a point where oh, uh oh, we can't all go to the Magic Kingdom. And then oh. you have to deal with guest services in the park and they always switch it over for you. That's an insider tip. Mm. <laughs> At Walt Disney World, go to the go to the the blue umbrellas. Guest services will do anything for you. Um, when it comes to reservations and yeah it's 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 tough um it's it's not very it's easy to miss especially if you're not if you're not a disney pro Mm -hmm. jason you and and jeremy talked about it a lot in the last episode and he admitted he's a disney pro so he feels like he should benefit uh when at times when when that comes in handy but most people just think, I remember going to Disneyland. Let's just buy some tickets. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll just go there because that's the way it always was until recently. And most people aren't watching this stuff. Most people don't read the fine print. And it's not, I'm tr- trying to think. It, it, I mean, there are reminders that you need to buy. You need to make your park reservations when you get tickets. But, but not everybody's going to read that email. Not, not everybody's going to notice that message when they get them. It's hmm. not the most obvious thing in the world. Uh, Mike Danner in the chat said that he had to make a reservation when he bought single day, day tickets. Maybe they made a, a change. I think they did. That was announced. I read that headline somewhere. Okay. Well, that's well, good. Sees, shows what I know. Yeah. Oh, and again, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess me too. That's cool. I've got a, but that's only I've for single day, single day tickets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're multiple day, you're still that. Yeah, that seems odd to me. I mean, I I think overall the reservation system is a good idea because, like we've said before, you can't go to uh, the airport or go on a cruise and yeah. just show up at the berth or whatever and be like, "Yep, all right, I'm here for my cruise. <laughs> I'm just gonna buy a ticket and go in." You can't do that. Yeah. it's the same thing. It's a it's a um a, a, a unique thing that has a limited number of people that it can accommodate at any given time what I and you have to fit in with that yeah i guess what i don't understand is why and and maybe i'm misunderstanding but why you can't just go like okay i'm buying tickets for march 11th through 17th done that's exactly what i mean like why can't that should be the system yeah yeah like, so why you're buying that's... a ticket for right. a date and then the second you buy those tickets you have a reservation for that date and if you Terrence have to said... uh, huh Sorry, I'm I'm interjecting here because Terrence just put in the chat that even when he bought multi-day tickets, he was prompted to make reservations immediately. Okay, I don't well, have that good. experience personally. I heard her through our travel portal, so I it's more like tell your tell your people to make reservations or make mm. them for them. Mm. Um, well, it sounds like maybe they're fi- they've fixed or are fixing that problem, so that's good. Well, I hope so because that's great. I would also look. This is just me again whining i would remove that stupid you can't park hop until after 1 p.m rule mm-hmm. yeah rumor has it that's garbage hot trash <laughs> rumor has it that's going away rumor has it it's going away i i've seen many different dates but it's the same as the rumors about park reservations going away everybody's yeah. got a source yeah that's true i don't know what that is well if if, <laughs> if either of those go away or both of them go away it's because of chapek not because of Iger. just everybody remember that well, and I wonder, I wonder, I if, don't think that that's true, but okay. If the reservations go away, I wonder if it's because of what they're doing now. It's like, it's not really a reservation. You're buying a ticket for a certain day. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't think you're ever going to be able to just walk up to the park yeah. and buy a ticket at the kiosk and yeah. enter the park. I think it's just going to change a certain way and, uh, and, and meld how they do it. And I'm okay I do sort of wonder then how that, sorry, that's okay. I Go do ahead. sort of wonder how that would 
change because if you're not buying like if you have a magic key you're not buying a ticket so would they keep some sort of system in place for them folks Mm, i don't know i I sort of feel like if you have a magic key you should be able to go on any of the days that you're paying for yeah but let's say you have a thousand magic keys and you have tickets and you have a capacity of ten thousand people you know all those magic keys aren't going to go. So do you only let 9,000 people through the door just in in hopes that all your magic keep you? Like, there's always going to be then a buffer. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, the parks, like, before this reservation system, it's not like they were ev- they ever had to close the doors. Like, three days a year, they had mm-hmm. to shut the doors for capacity. So it's never been an issue before. So why is it such a big deal now? Uh, I think they're just I think it's more planning, maybe just in case, because there is such such a pent up demand for the parks now Mm. than maybe there wasn't there before. Yeah, but that's a good way to, I don't know, eliminate the demand, but but in the bad way, like I don't necessarily want to go back because I'm a little discouraged. Yeah, I'm just just with the whole I mean, I've never written a list about things that I don't like about Disneyland in my life. Oh man, this is a, this is a new experience. Yeah, it's for kind me. of freeing. You so, should do it a little more often. Just well, it's it's it. it's just I think it just sort of is a testament to how not not just myself, but just how discouraged I think a lot of people are. So Sam's cut. I was talking to Sam's cousin at Thanksgiving, um, and she has a pass and she has a family trip planned, mm-hmm. and they're going for all four of their days. And she had um, a friend like a girls' trip, but it fell before that trip that was already planned. So she had to buy a ticket because guest services wouldn't allow her to make just one extra reservation for one, one day with her pass because you can only carry four at a time. Wait, so she has a particular pass, right? She has an annual pass and she could only hold four reservations. uh, Chant pass, I guess. Uh, It doesn't matter. It's the same one I had where you can only have four days. You can only hold a reservation for four days at a time. Right. So until one of those days got used. You can't do another one. She could not have another one. Well, that just sounds like a a limitation within the system. I don't think the guest could have guest services could have done that anyways. It sounds like maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, that is you got to pay more. That is dumb. She, she had to buy so a So she ticket. had to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. And a pass holder had to buy a ticket. That's, but this I, is what I mean. Like, this yeah. is really discouraging. And I do feel that, I do feel that that's sort of like an anomaly, maybe. Doesn't happen often, but when it does, that's, that stinks, man. Why, okay, that's not cool. Maybe I'm not understanding, but why didn't she go her first day and after her first day, then make a reservation for that day five. Because it was before the day her she girls, w- her So she was going for a bachelorette party. I'll oh. let Bev explain. Yeah. And it fell before the family trip. Okay. And the family trip was for her and her three kids and her husband. And so that's already been reserved. And she didn't want to risk removing one of her reservations to have this one day and then not be able to get that reservation back. I see. It's a gamble. It's something. It yeah. I, I would have taken the gamble because I would have been going to guest service and been like, you're going to let my family go in, but not me yeah. because I can't get a reservation. And I think they would have done something. <laughs> yeah. I so it's, it's so your <laughs> Sam's cousin didn't try hard enough. That's what that's what Taryn is basically saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. victim blaming. Yeah. Way <laughs> to go. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, that is Bootsy. And, uh, you know, we did hear a there's like a tweet floating out there from someone who supposedly knows a thing or two that the reservation systems are going to go away. Uh, but Chapek had already signed off on it and it'll happen like later this year, early next year. Um, but there's no way to know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But just know Chapek was talking about getting rid of him. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And my last one, which is kind of the saddest, oh my is gosh. I just I titled The Lack of Magic. Oh no. Oh geez, look at you. <laughs> so wow. I see this a lot. This is a common theme, and I want to know what you experienced. Well, there's there's things that I've experienced in the past that I no longer experience, and that's sort of what I mean. Okay. So for example, as I mentioned, yeah. I'm very proud of the fact that I made it to rope drop. So I'm going to just keep talking about it. Yeah, that's a big thing for you. Yeah, good <laughs> it's job. A, it's a big thing for me. Yeah. Uh, so we made it for rope drop every day. Um, you didn't go with Terrence that time then? 
Correct. Oh, that's why you made and, it. <laughs> and the previous trip we took in September, <laughs> the previous trip we took in September, I look, I would have made it for Rope Drop with Terrence's family also if there uh-huh. wasn't a fountain in front of our hotel. Yeah, if Terrence's family wasn't there. Right. I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Anyhow. So, and also our trip in September, we basically got there um, no more than five minutes after the park had opened. So, 805 is when Beth, we were I'm just there, making but... a joke. You don't have to defend Terrence or his family. Shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> okay. But so this is really silly, but yeah. I've noticed that the cast members don't line Main Street anymore and wave at you with those big dumb hands. Okay. okay. You guys remember what I'm yeah, about? yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 So that's that's apparently not a thing anymore. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I yeah. basically had ten I had ten days to miss it. Okay, each time, yeah. Um, each time uh, there was nobody there. Uh, I, I just I had blinders on, and okay. I, when I was looking for it, yeah, I don't remember that happening super consistently when we were going. I can only recall maybe a handful of times this ha- that happening. Uh, so maybe it's well, not. Did just... you get there early? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we usually try to get there. <laughs> You know, we we used to push real hard. Yeah. Now we don't care so much. Um, we don't even go. That's fair. That's fair. So I did. I put in my notes. I could be wrong. They could. They might still do it periodically. They just maybe. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it wasn't something they did all the time. But they. I didn't see. I haven't seen it once. Okay. Okay. This past trip, I saw a lot of things I'd never seen before. So I went to the ladies' room in DCA, the one right next to Web Slingers, and it was disgusting. Like, <laughs> filthy disgust not just the normal diaper poop smell yeah okay. i've gotten used to that that just happens yeah, whatever sure, but they're yeah. always clean All right. um okay and i'm not just being a karen a grouchy white lady either like it was it was foul like the Ooh. feminine product box that was attached to the wall had been torn off and the contents were spread all over the ground and they had been there for a hot minute Jeez. okay there was no soap in any of the soap dispensers wow just not an a, a restroom experience i have ever had or would expect to have at disneyland like i've said before like they they are charging you a premium to be there you're paying a lot oh, yeah. of money whether you have a pass whether you're buying tickets you're paying a lot so there are certain standards that I do expect them to live up to. Yeah. This did not, they did not hit the mark. Well, uh, um, Josh DeMauro's in the chat and he says that's called theming. That's well, Josh DeMauro, <laughs> so. while handsome is incorrect. Yeah. He's um, okay. I could, the other day I called him an Anaheim six and I feel like that resonates somehow. <laughs> so, okay. And this, this one isn't nearly as dramatic, but it was weird. I saw a gardener. I saw a gardener in jeans and like a gray t-shirt, Carhartt t-shirt, dragging a plastic bin, picking up leaves and gardening <laughs> over by the um, haunted mansion. Are you sure he was a cast member? Maybe he was just bored. He was not. He brought his own. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I he was not. I'm going to just do this. He was, he was not a cast member. It was so freaking bizarre. Wait, he was um, not a cast member? He was not a cast. He was, he was like a, a guest. subcontracted gardener. No, oh, he was okay. working. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. He was behind the lines working. He worked for Disney, but that's not something you see. No. Like during working yeah. hours. That's odd. It was, all, I don't like I don't, that. That's very, very but, weird. I was, I was, we were walking and I was like, skirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's odd, man. So there's just like. These this is these are the things I'm talking about. These are things that I've never noticed before, and now I'm seeing, and I'm just like, I don't know how to fix that one. I don't know how to fix any of that. <laughs> this, I, yeah, this is all staffing issues. This yeah. is all staffing. It has this to is, be. It has to be. And so that's my that's my you know. Yeah, they they can't find enough staff, which no one can. Um, but then the staff that they're getting, I think, are have just gone through two years of hell. And on top of that, on top of the pandemic part of it, there's also all of this news about Disney not paying enough. And I don't care how much I don't, it doesn't matter how much you love the Disney company and how you have wanted to work at that restaurant at Disneyland your entire life. And now you're working there. You still see those articles and you still feel like you're not valued at your job. That Undervalued. You, that you love, right? So it doesn't, and so, and, and so you're not going to attract more people to come. So you're going to keep the people who are loyal to you 
because they love the company, right? And they want to work at Disneyland, but you're not going to be attracting all these people to come in and work at this company because you're seeing all these articles about how they don't pay enough, how you have to live in your car if you're going to work at Disneyland. It's just, they're in this cycle that they have to break. And I don't, and they're not breaking it because like you said, like the, they're undervalued, but it's having a trickle effect. And I feel like the trickle effect is going down to their guests and their guests are feeling undervalued. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, then the the solution there is because I'm sure Disney is worried. We all get jobs at Disneyland. There there you go. (laughs) Take them down from within. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I'm sure the the argument against increasing pay is, but what will the shareholders say? Well, if you can prove to the shareholders that guests are upset and link it link it somehow to pay, I, I mean, we've got I. Here's 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 hopeful, Eric. Uh, we have to be close to a point where some of these large corporations are going to say, fine, just pay them more. Mm-hmm. Just pay them more and take a few million off of the CEO's salary. Yep. If you have to justify it. And then Which is gross. It, right, right. And uh, yeah, Wall Street is going to is going to hate it. But if it works, if it brings back to magic, if they can actually hire people, it's it's not that people don't want to work. It's they they're fed up about not getting paid enough. Yep. And they, yeah. they have the ability. They just realized, hey, I didn't work for the last two years because of this pandemic. Why would I want to go back? And your point about the gardener that I, I just see them saying like, oh, well, we can hire, you know, cast member. But, you know, first of all, they're on hiring freeze. So maybe not. But it's so much cheaper to just call these guys. Let's just get them we in can, here. We can outsource to... And these, that's that's a dangerous slope. These, these gentlemen, and they they're available to work these hours, and we're just gonna mm-hmm. do it. It's a dangerous slope for our Disney, our, our Disneyland. Yeah, I I mean the pay thing is one we've talked about ad nauseum, and mm-hmm. and I just don't understand it. I don't understand why uh, Disney wants to try to trim their budget with uh, with their employees. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I think it's stupid. They're frontline employees. Yeah, like right. the fa- essentially the faces of their company. They should be getting paid way more than they do. And I don't understand why they don't. And, you know, as far as like what will the shareholders say, that stock is already trash. I mean, you know what I mean? You can't hurt it much anymore. I mean, you know what I mean? It was almost $200 six, eight months ago, whatever. Do whatever's right. And, and that's the bad thing about like chasing the stock market as far as if you're the CEO of a company or whatever. I know you're beholden to your shareholders, but at a certain point, the shareholders don't work for you. It's just money. So your stock is worth 50 bucks. Who cares? People are happy. It's a good place to work. People will come back. They will see that. People want to come back to the parks. The reputation will be, uh, will be reinstated because I, I would argue that the articles coming out in the last, I don't know, year about how Beth saying the magic is gone, sort of echoing a lot of this kind of attitude at the parks. I would wager that is worse for Disney's long-term you know, reputation than... But we're not thinking long-term. I know, and that's the problem. That's the problem with uh, you know being beholden to your, your stock price. It's sort of annoying, but... And I understand it's not going to change anytime soon, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Give the people what they want, make it a good place, valuable place to work. You're going to get high-quality people, going to get a high quality atmosphere and people are going to go away happy wanting to go back sooner rather than later in and out for an for an yeah. example like yeah. they pay their employees really well because if you get a job at in and out you know that from the time you clock in to the time you clock out you're going to work your ass off mm-hmm. oh, you sure. can't tell me that disneyland employees aren't working their ass off yeah but they're not there's they're not being valued like we've said a thousand times i don't know i just kind of lost my train of thought but that's all right i'm not even drinking <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of things to think. <laughs> that was it. Those are my five. That's what I got. I mean, I don't think you were wrong on any of them. I mean, they were all personal experiences. Sure. That I, have, I haven't experienced lately, but um, I've heard stories, not just yours. And, and I, I think it, it makes me concerned for going back. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, in and out, you can go, you can be a cook for 17 bucks an hour starting. But if you work at Disneyland, oh, and you get profit sharing with that, too. But if you work at Disneyland and you get to stand in the sun at, um, you know, friggin, you know, Dumbo or something like that and get in harassed. 95 degree weather. Right. And get harassed all the time about when this is going to happen or mm-hmm. my kid can't do this thing or whatever. 
So you're not only doing you're not only doing your job and maintaining safety and loading people on the ride, but you're also dealing you're also doing customer service. Yeah. Constantly. For less money than a guy you, you know, literally flipping burgers. Who gets to talk to his friends and laugh Hang and out. chill and have yeah. fun. It's a stressful environment, Whereas, but like, it's not yeah, it's it's just it it's wild to me. It's mm-hmm. absolutely bizarre. And I don't like when have you ever that. When have you ever walked into the in and out and been like, man, that employee was really grumpy? Yeah, never. I can't. That's never happened. No, never. Money does buy happiness. <laughs> I think we can all Go agree figure. on that. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, good job, Bev. Um, sorry that uh, you haven't had such a nice experience lately at Disneyland Park. It's OK. I have high hopes. Yeah, I, I think they're going to hopefully recognize that. They just need to make a few tweaks here and there, and it, it's <laughs> going to be great. Yeah, but don't, I mean, don't, everyone's looking for I, at Iger to do that. It, nothing's going to change. I mean, Iger was never really the champion of cast members to begin with. Mm-mm. So no, um, no, no, he no, says no, no, he no. is, but he'll, he's not going to do a single thing. No. I mean, they're actively negotiating with unions, you know, still, and it's like, that's not going to change. He's not going to give them what they want. There's because no need he, to. He can't, he can't possibly give enough for it to make a a positive news story. Like you, you could give everybody an extra dollar an hour. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. That's no. That's well, like, they okay, want, cool. what do they want? 15. They want 15 like now. Well, but, I think, ugh. I would but, think that's but actually Disney's, the minimum wage already, but maybe not. $15 an hour. Something like that. I read, I read wow. like an article about it. I forget the, I forget the number. <laughs> and they're, they're like, oh, we'll do that. $15 an hour. They're like, oh, Disney's uh, rebuttal is, oh, we'll do that. But in four years. Yeah, when the cost of living will they'll need to make twenty dollars. Right. It's like a dollar a year for four years or three years or something like that. No, five was five years. The union wanted it in three. And they said it all sounds good, but uh we'll do it in five years instead of three years. Wow. It's like, dog, just do it. What what is going on? But then just like pay him. throw some of that extra money for people paying to ride Rise of the Resistance at them. Well, that like, all goes. That, that all goes that somewhere line else. Item. Yeah, I don't know that line oh. item and that amount. Where where does that money go? Check yeah. the line item for Disney Plus, and well, that's true. I have. Goes into my phone can't calculate that high. Making content. <laughs> well, they uh, must they must want more because the the minimum wage in Anaheim is fifteen dollars an hour. Okay. Um, in twenty twenty three, it's going up to fifteen fifty an hour. So they must be asking for a little bit more than that. I would hope. Sure. <laughs> Isn't there a thing here where, like, in con? You are you guys Contra Costa County? Oh yeah. yeah. Isn't there a thing where like fast food workers want seventeen? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Or, or are, are like are about to get seventeen or something? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I know that that the the minimum wage going up is like hurting my company. My um, and and see here you go. This is happens. Disney World. Oh, so okay. labor unions in Disney World gotcha. are uh, trying to negotiate for um, for more money. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's just wild. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here, everybody. What do you think of that? I think it's time. Sounds good. Thanks, yep. Bev. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Well, hopefully that magic will come back. I hope so. It'll be. Fun. I'll look. I'll look at. I am too. Look at it in two weeks. There you go. Look at that magic, Eric. Yeah. I'll look right. at it from afar. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to get ready for the secret show. If you want to be a part of that, you can go to patreon.com slash ears up. I have a, a litany of news, a bunch of news to discuss Ooh. for the uh, secret show. So we're going to do that. Nice. We're going to make a quick drink and we're going to uh, see you over there on Patreon. And uh, anyway, until next time, everybody, we'll see you in the parks. Bye.